You're listening to the Clear Creek Resources Podcast from Clear Creek Community Church, located in the Bay Area of Houston. All right, well, welcome to the Clear Creek Resources Podcast. My name is Tiffany Havaducci, and I'm sitting down with Tara Warner. I'm so excited to have you, so thanks for being here. Thanks for having me. Yeah, so tell us a little bit first just how long you've been at Creek, and then tell us a little bit about your credentials, because you are very qualified, and I don't want to mess up uh, explaining to people how awesome you are. So tell us a little bit about you. Sweet. Uh, Well, I've been at Clear Creek for nine years, um, as far as like attending. Uh, I worked at Clear Creek for about five years before um, shifting focus, and just within this last year, um, set out to help... um, create Life Tree Counseling Center, and um, I work there as the clinical director. I am a licensed professional counselor and a licensed professional counselor supervisor. Um, gotten like national, uh, like it's called NCC, and I'm also a um, like drug and alcohol addictions counselor too. Fantastic. Yeah. Okay. Well, thank you very much for being on the podcast. Yeah. Yeah, so we are getting ready to jump into a new sermon series, right, called Bottled Up, and we're going to kind of talk about emotions and sort of how our um, the intersection of our faith and mental health. And so our goal for this series, this podcast series, is to kind of talk to parents a little bit about how we can talk to our kids about emotions. And so let's start there um, first. Sometimes emotions can be overwhelming for me as an adult with a fully developed brain, (laughs) right? And so first, let's just start with uh, what's the difference or is there one between um, our our emotions ourselves and is there a difference for our kids? Yeah, absolutely. I think... um I believe that we're all born with like the same range mm-hmm. of emotions, mm-hmm. um, but biology, experience, um, just our environment can shift um, a little bit of like how that range of emotion like comes out and transpires. Mm-hmm. I think that really the main differences between adults and children and um, their experiences with emotions are um, that as adults, we have a better vocabulary, right? Mm-hmm. We've been mm-hmm. able to learn more descriptive words, imagery, we can... We can put those things into to words, which then helps us to like talk about that, mm-hmm. um, where it's obviously way more difficult for kids to be able to do that. Um, and then we tend to like be able to better regulate our feelings. Mm-hmm. Um, younger children um, are dependent upon parents to even begin to like regulate, mm-hmm. right? And right. so um, this is like the bigger yeah. I guess differences between them. Yeah, that's between. a really good point. I have a 10-year-old daughter, and she says sometimes, I'm overwhelmed, and I have to sort of like prod and decipher a little bit. What exactly does that mean right. to be overwhelmed? Yeah. yeah. All right, so what about when our kids have big emotions, right? And that might look different depending on their age. Sometimes that's an anger fit or crying or like just getting super emotional about things that um, we as adults ultimately know like may not matter in the long run. Um, how can we sort of help our kids through that in our reaction? How should we react to that? Well, it's, it's funny. Whenever I first like read the question, I thought, well, how do we react? Well, how do I want to react versus yeah. how do I often react? <laughs> yeah. um, way different a lot of times, mm-hmm. right? Um, I think as parents, a lot of times we get kind of on the hook with the behavior that's happening with whatever the big feeling is going on. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we have this tendency to, to want to correct the, the action or the acting out the behavior. Mm-hmm. Um, if we can slow down um, mm-hmm. and then kind of even know what's happening for us in the moment mm-hmm. so that we can then help our child, mm-hmm. right, to, to express kind of like what you were saying with your 10-year-old of like, mm-hmm. okay, what's that overwhelm? Like, mm-hmm. let, let's explore that and let's, let's be curious about it. So when we can, one, remember that our kids' feelings are really real to them and exist for a reason, mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Um, that we can be more tender to them mm-hmm. um, rather than getting on the hook with like our reactions and mm-hmm. oh, this is this terrible behavior that, you know, is coming out because they're angry or they're nervous mm-hmm. or whatever it is. So they may not always have the language for what they feel. So if we can remain calm, mm-hmm. take that deep breath, right? Mm-hmm. Um, we can help them to regulate and then be able to explore their own feelings. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's really that's really helpful. I think that's true. Sometimes I'm more worried about myself and my reactions instead of an empathetic approach to whatever they're feeling. So that's already helpful. So there's a lot of kids, I mean adults too, but particularly kids today that are anxious. I have one that's she's clinically anxious and it's something that we're always working through. And so what are some ways that we can, those of us that do have uh, kids that are kind of wired a little more anxious, mm-hmm. how can we um, sort of bring that calm into that moment? How can we not only like model peace for them, but help them be able to bring peace into, into their own world in those kind of anxious moments? Yeah, sure. I think like there's like the twofold, like the short term and then the, the long term, right? Mm-hmm. The in the moment um, and giving them good coping tools to like just be able to one be able to express themselves mm-hmm. to um be curious to like the feeling that they're having and the sensations and mm-hmm. giving them words to that but mm-hmm. like helping them to like take those deep deep breaths mm-hmm. to calm down in that and giving them tools and so there's like the, the short-term approach that like if we do that regularly um and if we're helping them to really get their wide range of emotions mm-hmm. um and have a better understanding and like um, not try to fix things immediately for mm-hmm. them. Mm-hmm. We're doing that on a regular basis that helps us then really be able to speak into like that long-term and like that steady piece that mm-hmm. that, w- that we're striving for. Right? Mm-hmm. Okay, so first in the moment, we give them tools to help sort of regulate and then long-term we, we talk about that kind of piece. So what are some of those, if you don't mind me asking, what are some of those uh, tools that we can give them in the moment whenever they're anxious? You said breathing, stuff like that. Well, I think, uh, first of all, just like that, taking like that deep breath, right? Mm-hmm. Like uh, that calms us all. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it grounds us in the moment. Yeah. And, like that's where life begins is with breath. And so mm. that just like helps us to to be able to kind of get away from the feeling for a moment so that mm-hmm. we can um, make decisions with that and see that there, there's different things in it. Um, helping them like overall in just um, kind of grounding and like being able to like be in the moment and even maybe name what it is that they're, they're fearful mm. of. Mm-hmm. Um, Long term, if we are having like regular conversations of like helping them understand um, that emotions aren't good or bad, right? Mm-hmm. Like they're, they're really just these signposts of like what's happening for us mm-hmm. um, and that they're an everyday part of life. So mm-hmm. we can teach them not to avoid situations that are stressful. Um, we can ensure that we aren't always rushing in to like fix things because again, mm-hmm. like that, that has impact too. And, and yeah. Oh, that's a good yeah. point. <laughs> I do that sometimes. I want to just like <laughs> help relieve whatever the tension is that my kids are feeling, but it's true that sometimes, mm-hmm. you know, giving them space to sort of figure it out is actually helping them in the mm-hmm. long run. I guess they have to be independent adults, move out of my house at some point and be able to like live on their own. (laughs) So um, what about emotions as as parents or grandparents? I just yelled at my kids this morning. So full disclosure, (laughs) I'm still a a work in progress in this area. But um, so how can we not only control our own emotions in those moments, but then also sort of um, explain them to our kids when things go not according to plan. Right. Yeah. Well, we no one gets it right 100%, mm-hmm. right? There, there's actually some research that I think leads to, if we even get it right about 50% of the time as parents, that's good enough. 
Oh, great. Right? So like that, <laughs> that brings some relief, right? Some encouragement that yeah. like even whenever we mess it up, if we take the time to to repair and to say, gosh, I had really big feelings in that too. Mm-hmm. Um, let's talk about those big feelings mm-hmm. and what was going on for me. And like mm-hmm. I was I was nervous in you messing up or I was upset that this was mm-hmm. occurring too. And, um, you know, being able to like share that. I mean, as parents, we get tired, don't we? Right. We get distracted, we get frustrated. And so mm-hmm. it's helpful when we can just really understand what's going on for us. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, when we yell, we struggle, um, you know, we're controlling our own feelings. Mm-hmm. So when we know kind of like what kind of state we're in, mm-hmm. um, when I'm super tired, I know my patience level is going to be really low. Mm-hmm. And so and I'm hungry. Yeah, yeah <laughs> absolutely. And so I mm-hmm. need to like kind of be aware of that. That mm-hmm. helps me kind of understand, um, you know, where I am and whenever my, my child's like starting to get mm-hmm. cranky or they're tired mm-hmm. too. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. I, I mean, I, that's the beautiful thing about grace, right? Even whenever you mess up, there's like a redemption that happens in the, even apologizing, right. Or like Absolutely. acknowledging that we, we mess up too. I, I have this one vivid memory of my dad that I don't even remember what it was that he was upset about, but he like, he raised his voice with us. And then afterwards he came back and apologized and he was like, really I don't know, repentant. You know what I mean? And I don't even remember what it was that the problem was, but I do have vivid memories of him apologizing. And so there's, I always think about that because I go, okay, there's hope that when I mess up, even if, you know, there's, there's some, God can work in in the redemption of. Absolutely. He can. It it comes to like attunement to our kids, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Like that is so just like really just the most important foundation, I think emotionally for them Mm. is that as parents, are we tuning in? Mm-hmm. Um, can we like notice what their what their feelings are, mm-hmm. um, and then like how are we responding and how are we reacting mm-hmm. to that? Um, yeah. And then whenever we don't react well, like that, having mm-hmm. that repair just like that, um, mm-hmm. that that helps them like know that there's security in that. That whenever mm-hmm. they do have a big feeling, whenever something does go wrong, that things are really genuinely going to be okay, yeah. right? And that brings uh-huh. us back to like towards that piece of mm-hmm. when I know that like that is there and like the whether it's like the grace is there, mm-hmm. right? We get that genuine peace. Mm-hmm. So, right, which is what we're looking for in community too, Absolutely. right? Like it's the same yeah. thing. Really, what I hear you saying is the same thing that we're looking for—that peace, that acceptance, that being known and loved, no matter what. Right. It's the same thing that we can offer to our kids. I love that. That's awesome. So now, how does faith play into these conversations? So, how do we not only show our kids, but like explain to them how God wired us for emotions, right? I think this, I mean, I imagine this can be different for girls versus boys too, because they show emotions differently. But um, how can we show them that these, that emotions are actually how God made us and and they're good things? Like you said, you called them signposts earlier. I love that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Talk a little bit more about that. Yeah. So, I mean, I really do believe that God designed our emotions to be like gauges, right? Mm-hmm. Like not our guides. We don't want our emotions to like guide us. Mm-hmm. That's where we get like tricked up and in mm-hmm. trouble, right? But like they really are these these um, gauges or guideposts about like what we believe and, and mm-hmm. what we believe about ourselves. And so mm-hmm. when we begin to look at emotions as just like almost these data points, mm-hmm. like they're reporting to us, right? Mm-hmm. Like kind of what's happening um, in the moment. So mm-hmm. um so often, like, I hear people, like, talk about, oh, emotions are so stupid, right? Like, we don't, because, and that's because we're responding in a way that we really don't want to in the mm-hmm. moment where, we, where we're feeling something that mm-hmm. we don't want to. But 
deep down, like there, there's a reason for that. Like God created our emotions so that we have connection. Mm-hmm. Um, but also that we can like look into and see like what we believe and uh, mm-hmm. what we really value. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I know that our listeners have kids of a wide range of ages. So can you talk us through a little bit about how emotions develop in kids according to their age and maybe how we can relate to them in each of those say, uh, stages? Yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, the attunement and attachment begins from the time that a child is born, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and so uh, we as parents are paying attention to their needs. We're answering their cries when they're hungry or mm-hmm. need diaper change, when they're um, struggling with sleep, when they're not feeling safe. Um, and so we see that like reflected back whenever, even as a baby, they are mirroring our 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 faces, mm-hmm. right? And so that's where the beginning of like emotional regulation even begins mm-hmm. is being able to tune in your to your child and like be there. Um that creates like this secure attachment whenever they know that they're they're there, um, mm-hmm. that the parents are there for them. And so um for emotional regulation then as as they grow, um when kids are toddlers and they don't have the words, but they've got the big feelings like with the frustrations that their, mm-hmm. you know, their shoe fell off or mm-hmm. they didn't get what they <laughs> wanted or whatever it might mm-hmm. be. Um, we can help by beginning like um, naming the, the emotions for them. Mm-hmm. Oh, you're frustrated that that's not happening or, oh, you're sad when this. Mm-hmm. And we can help describe some of like maybe the sensations that they're feeling with that so that they can begin to identify. Um, reading books about emotions is so helpful. Mm-hmm. Um, read read early and often and mm-hmm. about all kinds of stories, whether um, happy and sad, that, that helps mm-hmm. expand that range of feelings mm-hmm. for kids. It gives them a whole lot more language about that. Because mm-hmm. a lot of times whenever we can we can give words to it when we can name it, mm-hmm. we can do something with that too. Yeah, that's, that's helpful. So what I hear you saying is helping them identify and articulate what their feeling is. So as they grow and develop, then whenever we ask those, those questions or try to tune in, they can tell us more accurately exactly what their feelings, then we can know how to help. Right. Right. Awesome. Yeah. Okay. And then how about the older kids, teenagers, young adults. <laughs> Absolutely. It still continues like mm-hmm. those descriptions of like asking the good questions of like helping them to identify. Mm-hmm. Um, again, we have to like kind of know what's happening for us too. Um, mm-hmm. We can't necessarily regulate for our kids if we're not like regulated ourselves. Mm-hmm. And so that means we've got to be emotionally intelligent too and yes. like know what's going on for us mm-hmm. because then that helps us to... Um, Give, give language to it and, mm-hmm. and help our kids and like whatever feeling they've got going on. Yeah, that's a good point. So sometimes I struggle with like, I want to be open and honest, right? I want to be authentic in what I'm feeling and model for them, you know, that emotions are, are good gifts from God. But how much, like, like, where's the line in that? How much is too much? How, what do I show? What do I not show? Um, I mean, I, I go to therapy every week, happily, uh, and, and my kids know like, Hey, you can't come in the office, can't interrupt. Cause I'm going to therapy right now. But I guess, is there a, a, a healthy way to model that? Is there, is there some emotions that are too much for them? How do we sort of distinguish that line? Yeah. I think what really is helpful in that is letting our kids know 
that we're strong enough for the feelings that we've got and mm-hmm. we are strong enough for the feelings that they mm-hmm. have too. Mm-hmm. Even if we're not really strong in our own feeling in the moment, but um, that we can still be there to like tend to their feelings and that mm-hmm. we're strong enough to handle their emotions. And mm-hmm. so um, modeling all sorts of feelings is really good. That helps mm-hmm. them. I mean, I came from a family that... Um, one, they were wonderful about talking about feelings. My, my mm-hmm. mom was like especially great at that and mm-hmm. like tuning in. Um, but we really didn't handle anger very well. Mm-hmm. Um, in fact, like they did a, such a great job at wanting to keep anger from us, like mm-hmm. that even when they were upset, like my parents would like go in the other room. So I never really learned that well. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I had to like fill in that gap a little bit later on in Mm. life whenever I was super angry and I didn't know what to do with it because I'd never really even like witnessed that, Mm -hmm. hey, it's okay to be angry. Mm -hmm. We get angry. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So what do we do with that anger? Mm -hmm. So it's going to be really coming down to like what's age appropriate and like, you know, and and bringing safety back to, Mm -hmm. back to this, the child. Got it. So not necessarily hiding any, any emotion from them, but doing it in an age appropriate way and then modeling for them like, Hey, emotions are good things from God. And and here's how we can move, uh, as followers of Christ in them. Absolutely. Awesome. Very good. So are there any really helpful resources that you have? Uh, Maybe, I don't know, books that you would recommend or, um, for anyone who's listening, what's like a next place that they could go to, to sort of learn more about this topic or, or, um, yeah. What, what's next for someone who's listening? Yeah. Um, a really good book for helping uh, parents um, with their children and recognizing and expressing their feelings is um, John Gottman's book, uh, Raising an Emotionally Intelligent Child, and it's mm-hmm. called The Heart of Parenting. Um, so that's a really helpful one. Um, a friend of mine recommended this book um, and says it's her fa- favorite book for practical ways to create a nurturing Christian environment at the home. And it's called Five Star Families, mm. uh, Moving Yours from Good to Great. Um, mm. So that's a couple of them. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. Those are super helpful. Very good. Um, all right. Well, thank you so much for joining us on the Clear Creek Resources podcast. And I am so grateful for your time. Yeah. Thanks for having me here today. Thank you guys so much for listening today. I hope this conversation was helpful. If you want to watch the video of this podcast or share it with a friend, you can find it at clearcreekresources.org, where you can also find articles, music, and a lot more. Thanks so much for joining us today.